0: Welcome to Sonya Relationship Podcast. This is not mine, but I wanted to share this with y'all. Her name is Jody. She said, the question is asked over and over again. What does a man have to do to ensure companionship and access to sex? A loved and respected man who gets laid daily. She said... Men only young, mostly too young to know, hold forth with merrick's theories and raging manifestos about women, impossible entitled demands. It's not that hard, guys. Unless you were raised by apes, it's just not that hard. That said, a stunning number of men miss the mark. I must conclude that they'd spent their lives taking guidance from other men. So let me help you out. She says, what does a good man looks like? I have a list for the men interest only in the sex bar. Skip, skip that part. Let's just say. Number one, he's a good person. My partner, he's kinder than I am. He's probably a better person than I am. He cares deeply for his family and extended grace and understanding to those around him. Even when they don't deserve it, he is polite and respectful to service people and strangers. And most importantly, he is withstand, without expectations, kind and good to me and her children. Oh, and her child. She only had one child. He is generous. My my he's generous. He is financially self-sufficient and easily share his money. No, he does not support me or my child. He supports himself and he usually pays when we go out on dates. I don't require this and I'm very often offered to pay and turn down. He does it because he wants to do it his part. I pay for other things and we don't keep a ledger to see who's paying for more. It doesn't matter. We operate in good faith. He contributes. He takes care of things at home without me asking whether he's stopping by the store for spinach, coffee, creamer, folding clothes, loading the dishwasher, or touching up chip exterior paint. It happens without me saying a word. He sees a need and he takes care of it like an adult. He respects me. My, he never criticized me or tells me what to do or how to do it, ever, nor do I do this to him. He he chose me as I am and I chose him as he is. He doesn't try to change me into someone else. I've been in relationship with men who use tactics such as rude comments, shaming, guilty, and emotional withholding to control and coerce me into being different. Dressing differently, acting differently, talking differently, whatever, to suit them. I can't even imagine my current po- partner doing such things. He's above that. He supports my needs. I'm an ambitious woman who has multiply, who has multiple irons in the fire. Sometimes I need to stay up half the night studying because I am working on my third university degree. Other times, I fall asleep at 6 p.m. and miss dinner because I'm exhausted. Sometimes, although rarely, I sit in his arms and cry my stress away. As much as I dislike the weird, new, fragile term, whole space, is a good description of what he does in these times. My partner, he makes space for my needs. He accommodates what I need to do for self actualizations actual actualizations, actualizations in self-care and gives me a big hug when i come up for air when i emerge from hours in my work crave oh that's so funny she said her work cave i find the house spotless dishes done food in the fridge and my partner content contently relaxing doing his own thing it's go he sees me as an equal. My partner has never talked down to me. He has never spoken as if his career is bigger or better or more important than mine. He doesn't question my intelligence, capabilities, or perceptions. When I ask him to share his knowledge of, or expertise, he warmly obliges without an air of superiority. He compliments my skills and my commitment to my work. He offers a- alternative ideas for me to contemplate in my own time. There is no leader and no follower, no domination or submission. We are partners who love each other enough to honor the other's needs. If our need conflict, we negotiate with common sense and without ego. He provides safety, security. This force often is often misunderstood as having wealth and the ability to fight off bad guys. Yeah, no. My partner has integrity and a personal moral code that prevents him from hurting me and rendering him trustworthy. In my younger years, I fell in with a man whose life was unguided by any cohesive, cohesive set of principles. Nothing was far off the table, so as long as it served his flightly self-absorbing wish of the day. Th- that was so scary. My partner is a mostly mature, stable, such that he responds in a healthy manner if we hit a snag or find ourselves having a talk. About feelings, of our relationship status, he's calm, honest, forthright, present. He shared thoughts and feelings with little hesitation. This is what safety and security are about. He's my soft place. Admittedly, I told... I took the phrase soft place of land from Dr. Phil, but it's a good phrase to describe what a partnership feel like. The traits that make a man a soft place to land for a woman might be different from different women. But for me, the following comes to mind. Self-possession, consistent, positive, non-judgmental, good humor, fun, affectionate, loving. Conscientious. He is interesting. My partner has hobbies I find interesting, which make him interesting. The way he spent his free time gives him something to bring to the table. Things to share with me that are outside my usual things to my He is attractive. Now, what do I mean by that? Is he Bradley Cooper, Trey Songs, Edward Newman, Jake, or the ever so dreamy Tommy? I mean, yeah, kind. Con- Those are the men she found attractive. To, To her he is. One might notice how different each of these famous men look from one another. That's because no formula for what a woman deems sexy. Hot is in the eye of the beholder. We know it when we see it and feel it. And I elevate, feel, oversee. Attractive is a vibe. And it has little to do with height, muscular, or... Systematical features, for example, fine international heartthrob in 1995, sexiest man alive, Brad Pitt. Super unattractive for three reasons. One, he looks like he's smudging acorns in those puffy cheeks. Two, he has an arrogant vibe. And three, he's an abuser, triple yuck. Beyond the raw material, attractive means bathe, well-groomed, appropriately dressed, and for me, a warm, gentle smile that extends from the mouth into the eyes. He doesn't pressure me for sex. Don't get me wrong. We have loads of out-of-the-world sex. However, in science-speak, the dependent frequency is produced by the independent variable, pleasurable sex. In the psychological school of thought called behavioralism, there is something called operant conditioning in which a behavior is inculcated through administration of rewards or punishment in this case rewards when a woman is open to having a sexual relationship do not skip this in, initial inquiry and she likes a single man that man is truly great at sex the reward is pleasure will typically condition her to want more unless there are obstacles in the way What are obstacles? Some men might wonder. Obstacles may consist of, and this is not an exclusive list. Negative socialization stigma. Women who partake in or enjoy sex, slut shaming, body counting, virgin whore, patriarchal, fuck with bullshit that's hard to shake after years of brainwashing. Over-functioning by one partner of an under-functioning other partner, if that sounds like Greek to you. Let me translate. It means shoving all the emotion and household labor onto your partner while you walk around bumping into shit, blind to the pile of dishes in the sink, smelly laundry in the hamper, needy children, family counter, dirty toilet, etc., etc. You want to get laid more. Start adulting more. I don't care if you bring home the bacon and don't ask her to tell you what needs to be done. Use your eyeballs the same way you use hers. Appearance shame. This is huge. We are told on tower lies that unrealistic appearance models who star influencers who filter celebrities who cosmetically alter in youth are what qualifies as beautiful. It's not only media that spreads this message, but it's also our own fathers, peers, and partners who toss around shaming remarks. Butterface, far from a good and good from far. Chubby chaser, flat-chested, pancake-ass, thunder thighs, horse-faced, coyote ugly, full fall. I could fill 50 page with this trash. Thus, it becomes damn near impossible to throw off our clothes and suddenly feel sexy. In the presence of a man. I can only think feminism and my partner consistent compliments for my ability to discard this Deliberating, insinuous poison that seeks in from seemingly every corner of Western society. Discard. If you and your partner are not emotionally close, if you fight regularly, if she feels low around you, if you if she resents you, if she doesn't feel emotionally safe with you, you will not get laid. Take responsibility. Go to therapy. Figure it out. Immaturity. If you talk about sex and body parts like you're a 17-year-old porn addict, she might be turned off. Take your cue from her language. If you assume, again, from watching idiot porn that she wants you to spit in her face or choke her during sex, she might be turned off. Don't assume. Just ask. Partner abuse. Of any kind, verbal, psychological, sexual, financial, physical, no healthy woman wants to have sex with a guy who harms or controls her, period poor health. This may refer to the health of either partner, temporary, or chronic sexual trauma in a way that this is self-explanatory. In other ways, it's above my paid grade, so seek professional resources if this is in her or your circumstances. I met men who believe that they are good at sex, who are quite bad at it. No one had the grits to disabuse them. There's nothing worse than feeling obligated to have bad sex other than being forced to veer partner rape. Almost any man can become good at sex by consuming a few key resources. I say almost because men who lack empathy might never be good at sex because they cannot envision what feels good or bad in- to another person. You'll become good at sex. She said... <laughs> She said, first read or listen to She Comes First, The Thinking Man Guide to Pleasure in a Woman by Ian Carna, and then read Come As You Are, The Surprising New Science That Will Transform Your Sex Life by Emily. Her last name is N-A-G-O-S-K-I. And Finally Becoming Accelerated, Why Orgasm Equality Matters and How to Get It by Laurie Mintz. Understanding the female mind and body and the phenomenal core response of desire is critical to creating the independent viable mention above. Pleasurable sex or the reward in conditioning and should in turn produce the dependent viable frequencies. Don't don't like books, not a reader, get comfortable masturbating. There are no shortcuts to doing the homework. As women women, divorce experts and posts. Psychology students, I have the opportunity to sit down with hundreds of women to discuss their relationship wants, needs, and desires. I can say with confidence that most adult women look for traits similar to those I describe here. Sure, there are various for individuality, but they don't fall far from the means. What it boils down to in a phrase is be a good person, a solid guy, and learn to do sex right. Yes, y'all, I share that with you. Her name is Jody. Jody, her last name is P-A-S-I-C-S-N-Y-K. It was perfect. She hit it perfectly. Um, y'all can follow her. Yes, follow her. So, yes, it's wonderful. It is wonderful. And i want to thank you for listening to Sony Podcast. Please follow me at son.ia9795, son. Instagram, so Santa. I'll go Pinterest, YouTube, go to my son Sounds, follow him on Instagram, com. Call me at S V seven six six seven five two at gmail dot com and y'all have a blessed night.